The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's going on, everybody? I'm The Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this This is Common Common Debauchery. Common Debauchery may contain mature subject matter and is intended for adult audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Common Debauchery. I am the Nightmare. Joining me, as always, my main man, my man with the plan, the Nightmare on Central Avenue. No, wait, I'm the Nightmare. Rotten Jack, what's up, buddy? Hey, how are you? I was uh, you know, very confused with yeah. what you just said. Yeah, so uh, so was I. Uh, the Demon Barber of uh, Central Avenue. We'll go with yes. That. I uh, listen. Sometimes you got to. Sometimes it's botch mania on this show. It's common debauchery for a reason. We don't edit the stupid shit out. We just go with it. It's just very true. A lesser podcaster than I would have stopped and restarted. I'm not doing it. I refuse. It wouldn't be us. It wouldn't be us. We are the debaucherous duo. Of the BICBP radio network. Uh, that's what we do. It's who we are. And I love it. Hey, someone's got to be the debaucherous ones. No kidding. Um, this weather sucks, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. So for those playing the home game, um, you, I'm sure at this point, have put it together that old RJ and I over here um, live in the Western New York area. And we just got absolutely housed yeah we got absolutely cornholed with a blizzard fucking bent over with no lube oh took it hard took it hard and rough not a fan no me gusta rough that's how your mother likes it trebek (laughs) (laughs) oh man but we are here we are doing it uh christmas was canceled or postponed for most people uh i know you found a way to get it done you know, driving ban be damned. On I Sunday. said fuck the driving ban, and I made it to my parents' house on Christmas Day. We uh, we did double Christmas on Monday, the day after Christmas, where we did the uh, the morning show with the Alley Cat family and that litter of kittens, and then we did uh, we did the 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 evening, you know, the drive at five with the Mama and Papa Nightmare. How cute is that kitten they got? Oh my god, the thing is a little love bug too. Is it just oh. melts just melts to your chest when you pick her up? So oh, no, so cute. Um, yeah, and and playful is all hell. It's it's a lot of fun over there, right? What's now. what's its name? Bailey. Oh, yeah. So you got so Bella, cute. Bella, Barney, and Bailey, or Bella, Bub, and Bailey, because they don't call them Barney. Like much like we don't call Luna Luna all that often. It's it's tuna. It's tuna fart. Sticky tunes. You know. We could do yeah. an entire show on pet on pet nicknames. Just like my cat's name is Marv. Sometimes I call him asshole, shithead, hey fucker. <laughs> yeah, but he's cute too. Which with, is why I call him like bad names. He's with, just with, too damn cute. Yeah, with his perpetually runny nose. Well, yeah. Sometimes you gotta be a little booger boy. It's fine. Dude, the worst thing is that like first thing in the morning, he likes to like snuggle up right next to my head and like I'm still half asleep like trying to wake up hitting snooze every five fucking minutes and then he'll just go and snot right next to my head and on my head and I'm just like motherfucker I'm up now well you know you're not alone in that our oldest cat uh the the I can't even call her the matriarch because alley cat's the matriarch of the cat family here um 
but yeah, uh, Stormy had a bunch of teeth pulled a while back because she's an FIV kitty and sometimes they have dental problems. And yeah, so is Marv. Same thing. Yeah. So we've, uh, we've corrected it. We, you know, she had the teeth pulled that she needed to have pulled and we've got them on like all kinds of, um, like they do dental treats and dental food and stuff. So, uh, knock on wood so far, we haven't had any more dental issues, but the problem is one of her canines got pulled and she does this thing where like, she, she'll like yawn or something or she'll meow and her top lip folds under her bottom canine. Cause yes, canine I've seen not- her do it. And the other problem is sometimes she drools and she actually has drooled on Alley Cat's head and even like <laughs> in her face before. Uh, and Alley Cat is not a fan of when that happens. Oh, yeah. What Stormy's a cute little snaggle tooth sometimes. Oh, all the time. That cat's adorable. I can't stand it. It's not even fair. But uh, yeah, so we did the uh, we did the double Christmas and I have never been more ecstatic by the fact that my family does christmas eve and her family does christmas day because two in one is hard i was shot when we were leaving her family's house and then to my family's house and like and you do your best right like you you try to ramp up and it was fun we had a great time you know just sitting around talking uh you know we had not our traditional fare because obviously that didn't happen um but we had Oh, what was it? Allie made risotto rice, uh, uh, French onion risotto. And then uh, my parents made a pot roast. So, you know, it was good. It was very, very good. And, you know, exchanged gifts and hung out and talked and caught up and, you know, all the things. By the time we were done, like we're on the way home and I'm just like, I'm exhausted. Like it's just a lot. It's a lot in one day. And I am very, very happy that my family does Christmas Eve. Her family does Christmas day. Um, you know, and I look forward. I, I was looking forward to my first "quote unquote" normal Christmas. Didn't happen, but ah, gotcha, bitch. Yeah, three three hundred sixty five days from now, we'll uh, or, or or less. You know, we'll be talking about that. We'll try again. Yeah, give it give it give it round two normal Christmas take two. But uh, that's enough of the idle banter that we always start the show with and catching up and doing the stupid shit. Let's get to the topic. This topic, I had a I had epiphany, not an epiphany. I just had one, just one epiphany. And we were talking about this the other day. We were watching, so we're watching Criminal Minds. Great and show. We started watching it a while back. We got like four ish seasons in, and then someone's anxiety took over, and she's like, "I need a break." And we've lived in two different houses since then. So when she was like, "Let's," <laughs> so when she was like, "Let's let's watch Criminal Minds," I was like, "Fuck yeah!" And. Here we are. So we're watching Criminal Minds, and it got me thinking. They make things on just on TV in general. TV and movies, we'll say. TV and movies. They make things look so ungodly easy that at least in in our and this is the topic. So things that, that TV and movies, just media in general, make it seem so so easy to do or to get or to come by or whatever that in our experience as as, as grown ass humans just it, it's just not that easy no and i will tell you i'm going to kick off cuz you know with what brought me to the topic yeah getting on the dark web now i feel like of the two of us you would the dark web, the dark web. i feel like you would be the one who had 
who has like a, like at bare minimum has been on the dark web at least once sadly i have not and i want to though i do too i just want to know what it is i want to know i want to know but like i i sit here and i just think to myself like there are so like there's a, a whole you know like one of the seasons of letter kenny features the dark web with hard right jay and everything and we're both letter kenny fans and uh if you haven't watched it you don't have no idea what i'm talking about but yeah, like he's got this special computer with with the dark web on it and you know the the dgens the the druggies in the town are like oh the dark web like every single one of these shows on criminal hey. minds on like any crime show ever it's just like oh yeah they're doing this on the dark web and it's like I wouldn't know where to start. It's actually not that hard. But my point is, I wouldn't know where to start. Well, first of all, first of all, you got to download Tor. It's a special internet browser specifically for the dark web. Oh, and that's where you start. And that probably gets you put on all kinds of cool databases. Well, not necessarily. Um, but I would never actually do it on my own personal like home computer um even with like the best like vpn that money could buy i would never do it just because once you're on the dark web like anybody can access like your ip address and then backtrace everything about you from there um so unless i had like a shit com- like laptop computer and i went to like a public location use like public wi-fi where it wasn't going to trace back to my ip address i would do it but i would never fucking do it from my computer at home yeah and that's what i mean like all these people are just like oh yeah here check it out like homeboy was on the dark web and he was trading human beings and like yeah doing I all mean, this other shit like like but and they make it seem like it's just a casual thing that like and i'm sure any joe schmo can do but again there are inherent dangers with being on the dark web and like you said uh people can you know hack your whole life through it and yeah. they're like th- this is a trope that the most nefarious people on the planet, most of which aren't fantastically like skilled people, persons just get away with everything and anything under the sun mm-hmm. on the dark web. So like, I just want to know where the idea that getting on the dark web is a easy B like you're untraceable and like the dark web just hides everything you do. And like, well, I mean, a it, it is easy. You just got to download Tor, and there's it, there's a, a couple of steps to get on the dark web. It's really not that hard to actually get on the dark web. It's just I would you probably wouldn't want to do it unless you really had nefarious reasons or like a disposable fucking laptop and not using your home internet connection. Yeah, and like I said, uh, like I still again, and that's the point of the, that's the point of the episode for the life of me wouldn't know where to start. Like that, like, unless you, because again, what, so what I'm going to use Google to find out how to get on the dark web and like, again, yeah. just, you know, putting me on all the databases. Cool. Now, you know, now I can't leave the country. Sweet. But I mean, not everything on the dark web is dirty and disgusting and evil. I mean, that's a lot of it, but, um, there's actually a lot of useful information that you can't get on the regular internet. Um, that is actually on the dark web. Like what? Uh, no, we, can, we are not turning this into a dark web episode. No, like you can get like papers and like journals, like scientific journals and stuff like that, that like mainstream, like 
science and academia deems like this is bullshit like this should never see the light of day like people will find that and put that up on the dark web and like there's some really good information about like like different like drugs and like cancer drugs and this that and the other that mainstream medicine doesn't accept that gets like blocked and shit on regular the regular internet and but you can find all that information about like alternative treatments for cancer and whatnot on the dark web well a lot of that sounds like some very heavy conspiracy theory stuff and like and that's really one of the you know scary sides of the internet as a whole is you know we have no idea what level of censorship we're being you know forced right. every day about things and again you know there there's rumor out there that like a a pill form cure for cancer probably exists but there's no money in it nope because the money is in the treatment not in the cure why yeah why am i going to sell you one pill for ten thousand dollars uh that's going to instantly cure you when i can milk you for 10 million yeah over the course of 30 years right yeah so what are what is a what is something in your opinion that tv and or movies has made seem very very easy that just isn't so stemming off your dark web, this will fit ni- really nicely because it kind of fits in. Uh, hacking. Yeah. Hacking in TV and movies, it's like 30 seconds of typing. Like, ba 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 I'm in past like the most insane firewalls. Like, you're hacking the fucking Pentagon in 30 seconds. Like. Yeah. N- no. And, and that's one of those things that I really, and I would be intrigued to bring on like Poe, like IT guy Poe, uh, and ask him about that and just be like, Hey, if somebody would like, like how, how easy is it to hack if you know how to hack? Like, so if you know coding and you know, programming and stuff and you could like, and I guarantee you, like the answer is very hard. It takes a long. It actually takes a long time. Like there's like, you can find like articles on regular internet not the dark web dark web um of people who are legitimate hackers that like come out and say like no like the way excuse me the way that movies and tv shows portray what we do and how we do it is complete bullshit like sometimes it takes hours to write the fucking code in order to start the hack and then you got to let the hack just run for days and maybe it works maybe it doesn't it's not a quick 30 seconds and you're you're in well and i think a lot of it comes from a a few things like it's the the idea that like they're not going to show something technological taking that long because you know these people not sexy well it's not sexy and the the people who do this aren't supposed to be like yeah they're supposed to be you know masters of their craft and you're not going to waste the time in a movie to be like you know, what fun is it to like have to hack the mainframe of the Pentagon in the, you know, you have five minutes to get in and get out to break, like to break the security system of the, of the federal reserve or whatever. Right. And like, okay, well, we're going to do this hack that, I mean, it might take five days. Well, that doesn't work. That doesn't, you know, that's, you know, there's some plot armor to this. Yeah. And, that, and that's with a lot of these things. Um, but yeah, 
Yeah, so uh, and that that's a that, that's a great one because again, that is a main thing in movies, especially in the two, the two thousands and beyond, of just hacking things and just, it's literally like done. Literally any kind of action movie since like the early like really like starting in war games back in the fucking eighties. Any kind of like action movie has some type of like oh we got to hack into this. Now, obviously, like hacking into like your fucking high school's like server database, probably a lot easier. Probably doesn't sure. take that much. High school kids do it all the fucking time. You see stories at least a couple times a year of, you know, high school junior hacked in and changed his fucking grades or some shit like that. Like you see that shit all the time. But hacking into any kind of government database, it's not going to be 30 seconds in your end. No, because it can't be. And I'm sorry, but you're not doing it off your mom's like desktop computer. Like you're not doing it off your family computer to tack into like a government fucking server. I'm also curious to know, stemming off of that, how much it actually like, because there are hackers and people who do that. They're like, and they play up to this in TVs and movies, TV and movies again, where you talk about like the. the punishment for being caught hacking. So like you try to hack some very important database and all of a sudden like part of your sentencing is like, you are not allowed to have any access at all to any like technology, any technology that can connect to the internet. Right. It- yeah. Cause like in movies, it goes one of two ways. It's either it goes that way or like, Oh, you hacked into the fucking Pentagon. Come Sweet. Work for the Pentagon. Here's a fucking job of the NSA. Right. <laughs> I, like and and again, perfect example of that is uh, Penelope Cruz from Criminal Minds. She was Garcia. a hacker. yeah, Garcia. She so yeah. she she got caught, you know, hacking and tried to hack into some government thing. And like she was caught, she was going to prison for a long, long time. And they offered her a job, and she was like, "Okay, I'll go. I'll you know, I'm scared straight. I'll I, like I won't survive the clink," despite yeah. her, like anti-establishment, like right, right yeah. Oh uh, yeah. All right, what else you got? Um, so this is this one's kind of going twofold. Okay. So this one this one might be a little bit longer conversation, and this the, this is coming from two people. I mean, you're a military boy. Uh, I was raised by one. I'm also an avid hunter and outdoorsman. Um, the amount of people who are just like army level sharpshooters with standard pistols. Yeah. So like. And this can, this is going to go a lot of ways here. So the ability to shoot and aim and hit your target as desired on a whim in high action scenes. And it's always like, it's, it's always like main characters, good and bad that like, you know, barely look bang, 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 not holding the gun the right way, turn to the side, like whatever it might be. And they're, you know, clipping dudes in the head and, you know, ripping, you know, two, you know, two in the body two in the body and you know one in the next dude the, and the dude next to him or whatever and everybody else is like just shooting air yeah so that's one of them like the, the 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 margin for error in shooting is so small so small yeah like the slight when you go to pull a trigger the slightest little push and you're off target the slightest little pull and you're off target so now you add the fact that like you're not aiming you're just if you're if you're in the wrong part of your breath sequence you are off target yeah 
yeah, I mean, it's so, so, so incredible how easy they make shooting and like, and not just like controlled shooting, hectic mayhem shooting, how Mm -hmm. easy they make it look. The only movie that has done shit like that absolute justice is honestly the John Wick series. Yes. That that is a hundred percent like factual and accurate as to how shooting actually works. Uh because Keanu Reeves is actually a sharpshooter like that. Like he went well, and did he, he trains for those for intense training. Yeah, he trains for that stuff because I mean, he wants his movies to be authentic. He wants everything he does to look right. Right. Even even down to the minute details of he press checked a Kimber 45 when he fucking loaded it. Right. Now, for those of you who don't know what a press check is, the 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 Kimber 45s are notorious for stovepipe jams. So in order to ensure that you're gun is loaded properly you do what's called a press check now out i've never seen anybody in any movie with any kind of 45 press check it like that except in the john wick series so and that's another thing like and and this is what honestly wasn't part of my my point of bringing this up but since you brought it up um the ability to pick up any weapon on the planet and use it like there, there are. And again, I've been around firearms my entire life from the time I could can remember everything from cap guns to pellet guns, to BB guns, to 22s to the biggest thing you can wrap your head around. There's a learning curve. Very, very rarely. Can you just pick something up and understand how it works? Because yeah. a lot of guns have little little weird nuances to them. You know, there's there's times even today, like I'll go to the range and I'll, you know, go to handle a weapon and be like, okay, I got to figure out. Okay, okay, so that's how that that's what this is. Okay, and like, but to be like running in and just I'm gonna pick this up and use it, but it's not loaded. I'm gonna load it, lock it, and fire. Like odds yeah. are, unless you've used it before, you're probably a little confused. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I probably have a little bit more training and knowledge about different, more advanced types of weaponry than you do. Non-hunting rifles. Non, Yeah, non-hunting. Um, but even still, like some of that stuff, like I've shot some of the coolest shit you can ever fucking imagine. Uh, you know, tell me your fucking dick don't get hard when you're shooting a fucking 50 cal from a moving Humvee. Got to do that. Right. And again... The ability, like, being, uh, I mean, the Die Hard series, the stuff that that dude does, as as much as much fun as, like, the Die Hard movies are, mm-hmm. they're also very, very fictitious. Like, this dude's a beat cop. Yeah. Like, he's a beat cop turned detective. Yeah. And, like, he's just going to jump on some, like, Jump, he's going to jump on something and be able to use like anti aircraft artillery with precision. Come on, come on, yeah. No, that stuff, that stuff, I wouldn't be able to, but like honestly, you could probably put any kind of weapon system in my hands. I could probably pick up the nuances and how to work it 
probably a little bit faster than you could because I have a little bit more training with different types of weaponry. But even I wouldn't be able, like, even if I, even something as common as, you know, I'm used to like the M4 platforms. Sure. You hand me any kind of M4 platform or AR-15, if you will, um, I instinctively know everything there is to know about that weapon system. It's not instinctive. You've been trained. There's- right. In, but in, instincts take over like take over training is something different right but if you hand me an ak-47 it's gonna take me a minute to while it's very similar it's gonna take me a minute to figure out the fucking nuance of all right uh okay load all right where's the fucking charging handle on this oh okay there it is you know, all right where's the where's the selector switch uh cool there and that's and that's exactly my point is, you know, they're like the in movies and stuff, you are you basically look and say, like, you run in, lock, you know, pop, lock and drop. See ya. Mm-hmm. And yeah. no, it doesn't exactly work like that. Unless unless you are like trained to the level of like Navy SEAL, Army Ranger or like even uh air force pararescue stuff like the the top tier of like special forces units those guys are all trained to know everything there is to know about every fucking weapon system ever made but even for like regular joshimo soldier like me it's going to take me a second i'll figure it out but it's going to take me a second and and again there's no way you've been trained on everything that's ever like everything that you could ever run into it's impossible no but again movies and tv drive you to the uh you know drive you to believe that you know anybody can just pick up and pick up and go and not only be able to figure out how to use it be proficient with it because different guns shoot vastly differently right Even understanding, like, I mean, there are weapons that look incredibly similar that have completely different recoil. Mm -hmm. You you can pick up three different weapons and, you know, one you can squeeze off and doesn't doesn't feel like much. And one you squeeze off and all of a sudden you got to, you know, you're bleeding from the forehead because of the kickback. Yep. Yep. What what else you got? Uh, Kind of setting off that fighting in general. (laughs) Like fist fighting. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, they make it look not necessarily easy, okay, but the way they go about it is like, I'm sorry, but this dude isn't getting punched in the fucking head four times and like not getting knocked out. Or if he does get knocked out, he's not waking up 10 minutes later like, oh man, like I got the shit kicked out of me. Like, oh, let me go continue on my mission. Yeah. Um, and really, if you watch the ability for like average people just and everybody in a movie, every single human being in a movie, knowing how to fight to some yeah. extent, some capacity, that idea is so far fetched. Like you can watch some amateur MMA fights where people have at minimum like a year of training and it's ugly. Mm-hmm. It, it, it may as well be hobo slap boxing. Yeah. 
I mean, you you want to you want to take a look at what like most most movie fights should look like. Go watch prison fight videos. Yeah, it's absolute bedlam and chaos. Like there there's no form. There's no you know. And first off, you're not nobody squares up. You know, you don't no. like n- nobody nobody fights in sequence. You know there there is no like I'm gonna beat this guy. Then this guy's gonna come. Then that guy's gonna come. Like it's 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 chaos. It's absolute. Yeah. Um, and then like, and and I love some of these movies. Like when you introduce like highly trained people. Um, what was it? Uh, Reacher, I believe it was. Yeah, uh, was one of them. Blood and Bone was another great movie with Michael Jai White, where like he's an incredibly, incredibly highly trained martial artist, and he enters a prison, like a prison system, and like like four dudes go to jump him in the you know in the pisser. Mm-hmm. And like to some extent, like three of them look like they kind of know how to fight, and I'm like, I don't know if that's a thing that it looks that clean. No, nah, never. And and if you're showing up four on one, you're going in four on one. You're not waiting for like, you know, oh, send you're, you're not taking turns. That's like the biggest. We've talked about that so many times. Yeah. Like with Michael Myers at the end of like Halloween Kills, like. They're not fucking waiting one-on-one to square off one-on-one. Like, no, if there's four of you versus one of them, you're all going to put boots to fucking ass at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, how about, and stemming off of the same kind of category we're on here, one, shooting to wound, and two, shooting moving objects. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, and again, we were, we were watching an episode of Criminal Minds where a sheriff with a, what I assume would be a 357, shoots his son in the arm, like shot right square in the bicep to, yeah. to stop him from turning the gun on like the rest of the crowd. Yeah. And I thought to myself, I'm like, that's a bad shoot. Like that, that's one you'd probably have to answer for. Yeah. Not only that, but like shooting to wound like that. Okay. Yeah. You're probably going to wound him, but now you just crippled your fucking kid for the rest of his life because a 357 is not a small fucking bullet. That's going to like probably take his fucking arm off. Um, I mean, bare minimum is going to damage the shit out of it to be pretty useless the rest of his life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, and this one was brought up by Alley Cat shooting out tires on vehicles. Oh, good fucking luck. Yeah. Especially when you're driving behind them and you shoot forward and hit a fucking tire. No, not happening. Yeah. Yeah. The the science behind it is tough and the, like the, the angles behind it, the shot itself. And then like, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but when things turn and they're moving quickly, they're hard to like, they're like you're not it, it's not just going to go straight through necessarily like it could glance no. it could, like, and they make it look like like miss 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 and then the one that hits like blows the tire up yeah uh, unless you have exploding bullets you're not actually going to blow that tire up like that you're just going to basically do the same thing as if you fucking plunged a fucking pocket knife into the side of it it's going to slowly deflate right yeah that the those ones were uh 
were pretty funny to like just bring into succession like the ability to shoot and be a sharpshooter like the amount of times you see somebody like on a quick draw put a bullet between someone's eyes then that's just pure fucking luck if you actually do that shit and then you know the ability to use any weapon you come across the ability to shoot to like to to what's the word i'm looking for incapacitate and like we had a full conversation about it today you know like oh like why wouldn't they just you know try to shoot them to like slow them down or you know i'm like because you don't do that like the the act of drawing your weapon is the uh, is is the is lethal force because if you draw it you plan to use it and if you use it you plan to take a life like they don't they don't teach mozambique drills for nothing yeah, you know, it, it's just one of those things where you have to assume you're going to take a life when you pull the trigger and you can't aim for small, meaningless body parts. Like, because, you know, oh, I, like imagine the paperwork on that. Shoot one, him in the leg. Yeah, shoot, shot, shot him in the leg. Hit his femoral artery. He died. Right. Well, what the hell? Why'd you do that? Like, I, well, I tried to be non-lethal with my, you know, with my fucking 40. My bad. Right. Yeah. yeah. What else, What else you got? Digging holes. Oh my god! Great poll. Have you? I like you're you're somewhat of a country boy. You've probably dug a hole or two in your day. Yeah. Um. Somewhere in my summers of working grounds career, I've dug a hole or five. Fuck that! I had to dig. Oh, when I was in the army, we would fucking dig shit all the time for like digging foxholes and stuff like that for training. Uh, and then like. I was even in really good shape when I did that. That still sucked. Like two summers ago, we got my dad a fucking flagpole for Christmas. So me and my brother decided to go over there and put it up for him for Father's Day one year. We only had to dig like a fucking, I don't even know, like 18 inches deep by like two foot wide hole to like set this thing in. And me and him were fucking gassed. Fuck that. But no, they make it look like, oh, digging like, a, oh, we just killed this guy. We got to go bury him real quick. They like fucking make it look like it takes them like an hour to dig a fucking six foot deep or like a three foot deep by like eight foot long hole. Fuck that. You're going to be there for eight hours. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's three in the morning. Let's go dig this hole. It's going to be light out soon. Yeah, and- no, you're not getting that. Like and then the amount of times that like one like two dudes go to dig the hole and one dude does most of the work, and you're like, and you dug yeah, that hell and, no, like and hell then, no, and then just how like how clean and neat the hole is filled, yeah. Like I don't know if you've ever filled a hole or not, but it's messy. Like it doesn't leave like just like the area you dug the hole is like the disturbed patch. Like your footprints are all over the place. Like there's dirt you didn't get. Yeah, Especially, all the dirt from the pile that's on like the the surface layer, like right. that you're not scooping all that to make it not look you just like you just dug a hole and dumped an entire pile of dirt there. Well, on top of the fact that when you thought when you think about it, the um, like to dig the hole you need a spade, and to get like as much as you can off the ground, you're like you're gonna use a flat shovel. Yeah. I. Yeah, digging a hole is not an easy fucking task, but TV and movies make it look like you can dig a hole to bury a body in about a fucking hour. It's like insulting. Insulting right. fast. 
I'm pretty sure it took me and my brother two hours to dig that fucking like 18 inch by two foot hole. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think about like, like especially like, is the ground dry? Has right. It, because fuck that. Is it cold? Right. Is the ground frozen? You ain't fucking digging that with a shovel. Yeah, no way. There's uh, there's no way you're breaking into a cemetery and digging up a fucking corpse in one night. It's not happening. Well, on top of the fact that, like, I'm pretty sure they put concrete slabs over them now. Well, yeah, they do. But. I mean, like, that's not a new practice. That's not like something that started in 2015. No. But like, oh, we're going to go dig up Gam Gam real quick and. Oh, like dig, dig, dig. Oh, here's the top of the coffin. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Yeah. No, uh, sorry. How about the ability to find literally anything you need? I hate that trope. Like Now, listen, being a barber, I got a guy for a lot of things. So I might actually fit this category that, like, if I need something, I could probably get it. But it's not going to be a quick, like, 24-hour turnaround. Well, like, how many movies have you seen where, you know, you have, like, the 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 troubled youth who is trying to be better, trying to be good, and then, like, you know, gets tied up with the wrong people, and then, to like, to protect himself, all of a sudden, he, like, just, and not, we're not trying to talk about guns exclusively here, but, like, goes out and all of a sudden just finds a gun. Yeah. I don't know if it's that easy to just go, like, find a gun. I've never accidentally found a gun. No. And also, if I wanted to find a gun that wasn't, like, somehow tied to me, my family, like, I wouldn't know where to look. I mean, I I would know where to look. I wouldn't know how to fucking get into the goddamn safe that it's probably locked up in, though. Well, and, like, that's the thing. So now, you're, like, you're either stealing it from somebody, but, like, well, that's not what we're talking about happens in these movies and these shows. These no. like go and find like they're just happening walking down an alley and boom, there's a fucking pistol laying on the ground. Or they know someone to be like, "Hey, man, I need something." Right. Like, and again, and maybe, and, and you know that that's going to be one of those things. Like, well, it's because of where you grew up, and it's because of you know your upbringing and everything else. But like, I still don't believe it's easy enough to just walk out of your house and be like, "Hey, man." I need a gun. I'm like, hey man, I need a knife. Hey man, uh, can you give me a car? Like, yeah, I just, need, I just need a car to drive to go do this thing. That is not my car. Can you help? Like, but those things happen all the time. There's all they and and like half the time it's like, oh, you just walk into random pawn shop, which I didn't realize until recently how many pawn shops are around here. But I bet you I could not walk into a pawn shop and just be like. Oh, where's the other merchandise? And then, like, they walk me into like, like from this rat ass, tiny little fucking shop into the back room that's like well lit with LEDs and fucking all the like yeah. and all the cool illegal shit. Yeah, but those places exist everywhere in movies and TV shows. Anywhere, any anywhere, somebody needs one. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, like I said, I with all the connections I have from cutting hair. Illegal shit, I probably couldn't get my hand. Oh, I might be able to. I wouldn't even know who to ask, though. But, like, anything else, though, like, any kind of legal stuff, I could probably get my hands on it within a week. 
sure through one of my like clients or contacts um <laughs> this next one is good uh hot wiring cars my next one is picking locks so yeah let's go so hot wiring cars ironically i actually know how to do this uh they actually taught me how to do this when i worked for triple a they're like don't ever actually do this but like here's how you do it uh but like it's not as simple as reaching under the dashboard grabbing a couple of wires like sparking them together and the fucker starts not how that works but that's how it always gets shown that that's how they do it in the movies and tv shows and so much so that it's become a thing where the other person in the car is like how do you know how to do that they're like oh my dad was a mechanic right (laughs) yeah yeah like i mean the way that i know how to do it isn't uh very difficult it's not hard at all a switch in a couple wires, but we're not going to go into that on the the recorded bit here. Well, yeah, um, we don't need to be tied to people stealing cars. Yeah, we're not starting the new Kia challenge here. No, by no means, dumbasses. Um, but it's not it's not as simple as tapping a couple wires together that you pulled apart underneath the dash. Like no. And and number two, you said lock picking. Number two, you got to pick the lock or break the window. Breaking windows is not fucking easy. No, to the point that they sell tools to like to help you do it. And if you get a knockoff one, it doesn't work. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's fucking brutal. Yeah, it's like it's it's so much harder than you think. Yeah. Um, I mean, picking locks of, of houses and stuff like that. I mean, the amount of people that just. And, and like, and friends made fun of this where they took a credit card to like break into a closet in Monica's apartment mm-hmm. and like they went and took it and it slides through and falls inside. And they're like, well, what did that do? He's like, I don't know. It works in movies all the time. But, yeah. You know, people and, and like the, what, what they're trying to do when they do that is to get the card between the, like the bolt and the door, like in the door jam. Mm hmm. And then pop it open that way. Like they never show that. Like they always show like you're just in there like digging wiggle and then the door pops open. That's yeah. not how that works. Like you have to like hope you pulling the door away, get the credit card in and that's how it slides. And most doors nowadays are made so that doesn't work, but it's a continuous trope in TV shows and movies. Yeah. Also, I'm sorry. You're not going to fucking MacGyver something where you're able to pick a lock with a fucking paper clip. No. Like, no. Like, granted, I'm pretty sure you can go online and buy actual lock picking tools. Uh yeah, you can do that on Amazon right now if you wanted to. Right. Um, but just because you buy them doesn't mean you know how to use them. Yeah, it's pretty it's not an easy thing to do. No, there's an actual finesse. There's there's actually a guy on TikTok that's a, a locksmith that has like training locks and stuff like that that are like half open locks like cut in half that he like demonstrates like how different like lock picking tools work it's actually really interesting um but it's not as easy as like i mean i'm sure if you're really good at it you could probably do it in about 
10, 15, maybe 20 seconds. But like you or me, I could watch that video. You can give me the same exact tool and that like and give me a lock and it'll take me fucking 15 minutes to figure it out. Yeah. I mean, you can go on Amazon and buy lockpick stuff for $15. Yeah. Like a full set. Yeah. Yeah. Although I think if you get caught with those and you're not like an actual locksmith, you can actually be arrested for possession of burglary tools. I mean, sure. I think. I don't know if that's, I don't even know if that's just another movie trope. I mean, I, I feel like if uh, things that you need to be licensed to have, you can't really just up and buy on Amazon. That's a valid point. So, like, I couldn't go buy nunchucks on Amazon, I don't think. We're going to find out. I really wish my Amazon would stop being a jerk. <laughs> no. Uh, but stemming off your picking locks, how about kicking down a door? <laughs> yeah, good fucking luck. Uh, like unless it's unless it's like a fucking shitty two pane door that you could probably just punch through in the first place. Sure, okay. If it's a fucking giant like oak fucking front door of a house, there's a reason that SWAT teams have fucking battering rams when they go on raids. And sometimes it's hilarious watching the video. Sometimes they'll be there for fucking 45 seconds just trying to ram this fucking door open because they can't get it. But you're gonna you're gonna fucking kick it once and it's gonna pop right open. Okay. Well, so that's the the kicking a door down is something one, there's a very specific way. Like you can't just kick the middle of the door. No, there's a very specific way you have to do it. Like there's a place you have to kick. There's how like a, a certain like force you need to use to do it and then you know it becomes one of those things where now you have to start talking about like like what kind of door yeah because like most of the doors you see them doing that to are like the old school wooden doors that have a solitary deadbolt and an old like handle lock mm-hmm. nowadays like with some of these fucking uh, like i mean we have automated locks on our house like you, yeah. you're you have a better shot of like breaking the door jam than you do of kicking the door down. Yeah, and like, and, and not to mention that you're you're probably more likely to go kick the door, kick in the wrong place, and break your fucking leg. I mean, let's be honest; most people probably don't even know, wouldn't know how to kick well enough to do that. But well, yeah. Uh, you'll appreciate this one: getting the girl. You can keep shaking your head, but like the amount. Thanks for tuning in, guys. This has been a lovely episode. I'm gonna check out here. Uh, like, but tell me, I'm wrong though. Like, how many movies and TV shows are, do you see like this goof-ass, like nerdy weirdo, or like you're not a nerdy weirdo. You're a nerd and you're weird, but you're not a nerdy weirdo. There's a difference. Figure it out. Um, but like, how many times you see dudes end up with like? girls that you look at like that doesn't happen in real life every fucking movie right because even the fucking quote nerdy weirdo is played by fucking ryan reynolds in fucking movies 
Like, that's not what fucking nerdy weirdos are really like. Yeah, like I, I would be, I would actually like to go through my old, my old yearbook and try to like look up some of the weird people I went to high school with to see like where they're at and what they're doing and see if any of them ended up with like, oh, you know what? You know how, you know when that does happen? When you're loaded. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the way the joke goes is like, you know, 50 shades of gray only works because he's rich. If he was doing that same stuff, but he was poor, it would have been an episode of criminal minds. Right. Like, it only works because he was rich and handsome. Well, and like you, th- you think Pete Davidson is just slaying the tale that he's slain over the last five years. If he wasn't Jesus famous, Christ, dude, that dude is going down the fucking hit list of hotties in Hollywood. Yeah. And it's because he's rich and funny. Yeah. It's like, I'm funny. I just, I'm just not rich. I'm missing half the equation. If I had fucking $10 million, I'd be fucking <laughs> swimming in it. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, like Machine Gun Kelly, same thing. Like, he's not a, like an incredibly attractive human being. Megan Fox. Yeah, but she's got toe thumbs. So I'm not into her, anyways. That is one of the weirdest things you've ever said to me. <laughs> <laughs> like that that falls under the category like there's a cat williams skit that i can't quote because he uses the n-word far too much but he basically says like never in the history of mankind has a man looked at a woman and been like i'm sorry are your fingernails red and your toenails wine i'm sorry i can't do this but i feel like that's what you just said to me Megan Fox, like, especially young Megan Fox, like, damn. damn. I'm not disagreeing with you, but, like, it's the the, the toe thumbs. Like, I just, they freak me out. Like, really? Yeah. So if Megan Fox was, like, Rotten Jack, what up? You'd be like, not you, and walk away. Knock, knock, knock. Rotten jackets up and answers. Listen, I mean, your your boy's got to your boy's got to eat. So shut up, shut up. Knock, knock, knock. Rotten jackets up answers the door. Who's there? Uh oh, it's Megan Fox in lingerie with a bag of your favorite food. Says you can have everything you see here on the condition that you marry me right now. What do you do? go drop dead on the fucking spot from a heart attack or start looking around for fucking Ashton Kutcher because I'm being punked no no Ashton Kutcher no punked what do you do do you tell her no because you have toe thumbs no and shut up about toe thumbs you know, they, just, they still fucking creep me out though that's, that's fine they can creep you out but it's Megan Fox Yeah, but yeah, like Machine Gun Kelly, like dude's a fucking doofus, but okay, Megan Fox, like 
apparently they drink each other's blood. Yeah, right. It's fucking weird. But I mean, the, like the amount of times that you see, like, I mean, and, and it started probably. I I would think it started back in like the mid two thousands, really, with like the Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill and yeah, like those dudes. Um, like it, like super bad comes to mind. Whatever. Super bad knocked up. Um, I mean, like even going back to like she's all that. Like they they kind of they kind of switched it where you know it was the the girl the ugly duckling kind of thing. Yeah, and then like the the new guy. Yeah, like which was a hilarious movie. Hilarious. I fucking love the new guy. But like it's one of my favorite movies. Here's here's this dude who's this goofy, like nerdy, Adam's apple the size of my fist. Like bug-eyed dude with a broken penis because the librarian broke it in half on him. Yeah, weird movie. I need Such to watch a good movie though. I need to watch that again. I think it's on Netflix. I think so too. But then uh, you know, so so you got that, and then like he goes Eliza to- Dushku. Yeah, come on. Oh, yeah, so funny. And like and the entire point of those things would be like oh like see what you can do if you just have a little bit of confidence in yourself and like yeah it doesn't fucking work like that it does but not to that extreme no not not even remotely that extreme it's like listen i i don't think that i'm a, a bad looking gentleman i have some very good redeeming qualities i'm funny i'm a little bit chubby I'm comfy to cuddle with. I'm not going to get mad at you for wanting tacos at midnight. I'm going to encourage that shit. Uh, I'm a sarcastic asshole. So like that could be a redeeming quality, but like I'm probably a solid fucking six, seven, but like I can't even get a fucking five to talk to me. So, and this is where we're going to wrap wrap the episode, I think, because this is going to be a fun a fun divulgence. Unless you have anything else, real quick, any other good ones? Uh swimming. Uh, yeah, just one more. Uh, swimming long distances underwater. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I was a swimmer my entire career in high school. I was in the best shape of my life. I could barely do down and back of the pool. Like, I could do it, but when I finally got to the other end, like, get made it back to the start point and came up for air, I was gasping. My lungs were fucking screaming. I'm sorry, but you with absolutely no training who's not a high-level swimmer uh, is not fucking jumping in and fucking swimming underwater for two fucking minutes. Yeah, like into and out of caverns and shit and everything else, and then popping up like, wasn't that fun? Yeah, no, it's not happening. Unless you are a top-level athlete, like you are a Olympic-level swimmer or something of that sort, it's not fucking happening. Like, John Q. Public is not fucking jumping in and swimming 200 meters underwater on one breath. Yeah. No, I agree with that. And that's a and that's a great one. That's a that's a good one. Um, so what, the thing we're gonna end 
here with is so like you just like oh i'm probably a solid six and like oh, i can't even get a five and I, this was one of the toughest things for one my like me myself to learn and then once i learned it to like help friends of mine learn through like college and my young adult life is the whole like oh like she's out of my league no there is there isn't a soul on this planet out of my league. And that's the thing is like you have to actually believe that because the second the second you say that someone is out of your league, you're right. Yeah. I mean, I don't say anyone's out of my league. Like I will fucking talk to any hottie at the bar. Chances are they're gonna tell me to fuck off and maybe throw a drink in my face. See, but, but but that's the problem. That mindset right there, like the fact that you're like, oh, I'll talk to them. They're not gonna they're gonna they're going to reject me. But I'll talk to them. That's that's putting them like they're, they're above me. No, I go in there with the like just explicit like, like there's no. the possibility that that's going to happen. You don't. You 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 just said it. You just said I will talk to them, but I know they're going to reject me. I know they're going to throw. They might even throw a drink in my face. So you go in there with that idea that they are above you and you don't deserve. Like you know that they know you're beneath them. And that's the mindset you need to change. I'm awesome. Ask Allie. I won. Yeah. And that's how you have to look at it. It's not that and like, and it's not even that somebody like that you're above them or they're above you. It's just that there are no leagues. Like what, what is like, what is stopping that girl from, like from talking to you from from like striking up a conversation with you carrying a conversation with you and going on and we've talked about this a few times like it's 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 all right here buddy yeah so there you go you guys this week got a uh, fun little chit chat about the weird weather here in western new york and the holidays and then you got there our topic and then you got a little life lesson from the nightmare This is the most commonly debaucherous episode we've had in a while. Yeah. We should do a little bit more debaucherous episodes from time to time, but. Well, our hundredth episode's coming up soon. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Yeah. That'll be debaucherous. Um, you know, cause we, yeah. we have plans for that one. So yeah, that'll be yeah. That'll be a good time. But uh, yeah, so thanks for tuning in, guys. Common Debauchery, part of the BICBP Radio Network. Check us out online, BICBP-radio.com. You can find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram. Just type in Common Debauchery. We pop up. Uh, our Instagram is at Common Debauchery. And then you can find us, obviously, if you're listening to us, you know where to find us. But if you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, anywhere else you get your podcasts from, like, follow, share, subscribe, tell your friends to tune in. And as always, I'm the Nightmare. And I'm Ron Jack. This has been Common Debauchery. Debauchery.